Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. Welcome to the podcast today on how to motivate yourself. Emotioneering motivation, right? Isn't it funny how we always say, oh yeah, I'll start that on Monday or I'll start that at the end of the month or I'll wait until this. There's a great book by Daniel Pink and it's called When and it talks a lot about when we start to do things or when we decide uh, to do projects, finish work, all sorts of things. And it's very interesting how many people that he says sign up to do a marathon, you know, just before they turn 40, just before they turn 30, because they feel like it's that accomplishment of changing a decade. But they probably could have done it four years ago, five years ago, but never thought about doing it. It's when we get to this end of this milestone or this short window in this, you know, area of extreme motivation and closer to the deadline that we become more motivated to do something. Very interesting. But there's quite a few things that you can do to improve your motivation. So we're going to look at that on the podcast today and answer some of your questions to do with motivation. First of all, when it comes to motivation, it's to understand that we're going to make mistakes and things are going to go wrong. We have to create an environment where it's okay to fail, where it's okay to try something. But we have to be great at being able to pick ourselves back up when maybe we fell off (laughs) the horse or things didn't go to plan or we were consistent, then we stopped being consistent because that's what happens as individuals as people as human beings we're not machines we're not engineering we're emotioneering and that's what we're looking at when it comes to motivation so remember it's about picking yourself back up it's not how many times you fall it's how many times you can actually rise so keep doing that for yourself and yeah let's have a look a little bit more into the topic something that can definitely happen a lot is when we have lots of things to do we have lots of ideas lots of tasks and we can feel sort of paralyzed by the ability to just get started because there's lots of things to do there's a big task it's a big project and we don't know where to start but often if we write down everything that we do and then we triage it okay and what I mean by that is that we basically select the priority level for those certain things that we have to do. And I remember watching this amazing TED talk and it was by a director of an emergency department. 
And they said, well, you know, when it comes to saving lives, what do you do in chaos? How do you create calm in chaos? Or how do you continue to stay motivated? And what she said was that it was very much about triaging the whole process. It's looking at what needs to be done now, next and soon, or now, next and never, right? So, I mean, not in the emergency department, you do have to deal with all the patients, of course, but now, next and soon. So it's triaged, right? The way that they look at it. So it removes the thinking element of what we need to do because suddenly we know this needs to happen right now. So that's something that can help. Something else that definitely helps is the prior planning to the situation. So if we take that little bit of time to plan, planning our meals that we're going to eat for the week so that if we are on a type of nutrition plan, we can stick to it. Or if we want to ensure that we're on time for work, making sure that we've got what we want to eat for work or we've ironed our clothes ready, for example, these things then can help us along the way to stay motivated and stay focused on the task in hand. I really think Nike said it best when they said, just do it. <laughs> once you've planned in advance, once you've triaged what you've got to do, just start. I have a great friend called Michael Clunan, who is the people's coach. And to him, he just says, pick one, just pick one, just one, whatever one it is, once you start, it will be easier to continue. And he's totally right. A great tip to motivate yourself is to write a hundred things down that you have achieved in your life. Remember, your brain wants you to survive and not thrive. So it is going to remind you of all the things that went wrong or the things that you didn't do. If you want to be confident and motivated, Write down a hundred things, first of all, and keep it forever. And you can always come back to it and look at it. Write down a hundred things that you have achieved in your life to this point now. Whatever they are, big or small, list them all. It's really going to help you to stay motivated and believe in yourself. The things that we achieve aren't often in a stadium surrounded by cheerleaders cheering us on. <laughs> And as an entrepreneur and a business owner, this is so true. You're often doing a lot for others and you're helping and encouraging other people, but we forget to stop and actually celebrate the things that we do. So once you've got your list of 100 things that you've achieved, make sure that along the way or whatever you're doing at certain points, you are able to celebrate your small wins as well as your big wins. I do it. Every Sunday evening, I write down a list of things that I've achieved the week before so that I know I'm going into the week a lot more confident and it helps motivate me to keep going because it's all about that consistency as well as just starting. When we want to get started about something, we first have to ask ourselves why. Often when we lose motivation, we lose sight of why we're doing it or why we want to start whatever it is we want to be motivated about. Ask yourself why four times, at least four times, right? So why do I want to be better with my nutrition? Write down a sentence. Then ask yourself why based on that sentence. Then ask yourself why again <laughs> based on the second sentence that you write down and keep going until you've done it four times, okay? This is where you are going to get closer to understanding yourself 
and understanding what it is that you want to do that is really going to help motivate you. If you're going to look at what you really want, you also have to look at what you really, really don't want, okay? What you really don't want to happen. Because as individuals, as human beings, as people, we need the pain versus the gain. We need to know both sides of the coin. What is the consequence of not doing this? As well as what the positive will be of being able to do it. And if you can do that for yourself, then you are already 50% more likely to be motivated because if you know what you don't want, oh, sometimes that's the fire that really, really gets me going. Often when we're continuing to do the same thing or working towards the same goal, we lose sight and start to wonder whether it's possible. Okay. Remember, we've all seen that picture or you should have or could have <laughs> seen the picture where there is a miner digging for diamonds and the miner's been doing it for a long time, but then gives up because thinks, oh, there's nothing in here. Somebody else picks up the pickaxe, goes into the mine, keeps going for a couple of days and suddenly gets this massive big find that was there two days later or something like this. It's because of our consistency and we start to lose faith when we don't get results. So that's why it's important to celebrate your small wins and tell yourself that, but also your belief that it is possible. You have to feed that belief. So surround yourself with people that have done potentially what you're aiming to achieve. You could also find inspirational stories, books, videos online, things that are going to keep you inspired and keep you on the mission <laughs> to what you want to achieve. Let's talk about goal setting and why it is so important to set a goal. Okay, so take, for example, I want to buy a house. Okay, it's not just I want to buy a house. If you want to be successful with a goal, you need to say when that is going to happen. So I want to buy a house in 2025, for example, right? And then you can work backwards from that. I remember I was in a workshop and I was working with some leaders and one of them said, I, uh, similar to this, I want to buy a house and didn't agree that setting a date was going to help it happen. I was like, well, if, it's, if there's no date, if you can't say what it's going to look like, then it's just a dream. Because once you put that date down, it is going to make it 80% more likely to happen because you've committed to something, because you've put it there and you've written it down with a date on it. Think then, what's it going to smell like? What's it going to look like? How am I going to feel when that's been achieved? And suddenly you start to make it a goal. You start to believe that it's achievable and it is more likely to happen. Often it can be difficult to set a date to a goal when we don't understand everything that it would take to make that goal happen. So if we go back to the house example, if I said I want to buy a house within seven days, unless I have the means to finances to do that or have people to help me, it's highly unlikely that that is going to happen. So I would need to change my expectations slightly to put a date that I knew I could work backwards from and that was realistic to take place. So how we do it isn't always the 
answer it's when we want it and then we can work back from that but it still needs to be realistic it becomes more of a mission statement so for example the modern mind group mission statement is i'm emotioneering to change the hearts and minds of at least one million people for the better well a million people is not going to happen overnight in a decade yeah probably so maybe two decades what matters is that the mission's there and that the date is set. It may need to change along the way, but at least you're working towards something. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't really know what date to put down, start to think about how and then come back to the date. But make sure that you put a date to it. Remember, one of my favorite quotes is, everything happens gradually and suddenly. So why is it? that we often don't count it as work or we're not so motivated to do it if it isn't blood sweating, grueling, hard work. For example, unless I've worked to the point that it was sweat dripping down my face, I don't count it as a workout. Again, this comes back to our belief system and what we've told ourselves. But remember that everything happens gradually and suddenly. If you are working on writing a book, for example, if you set a smaller goal of writing a thousand words every few days then eventually by the end of the year you're going to end up with the amount of words that you would need to potentially write your book okay but it's about setting those little stepping stones in between but we don't always have to go completely hard at something in order for it to be work. And often that can hinder us when it comes to motivating ourselves because we, again, we see the whole mountain and think that we've got to sprint up the mountain now to get to the top. When actually, if we just went little by little, we would get up there when we wanted to, when we'd figured out that date to our goal. But it's about really setting those smaller stepping stones in place so that you can actually achieve it. One of the things that people often say, again, because of beliefs that we've sort of created or the social um, stigma around certain things, still living at home when you're in your 30s, for example, or it could be that, oh, well, I can't start that now because I'm too old to do it. Why do we tell ourselves these things? When it comes to motivating yourself, it does not matter how old you are. If you want to do something new or you want to change direction, you're going to need help and support to do that. And so, you know, to learn about your craft before you go and do it or before you want to do it. But the only time that you cannot make a change is when you are not on this planet anymore. So it doesn't matter. You know, they say, oh, but if I do a degree, I'm going to be I'm going to be, I don't know, another four years older by the time I finished. Yes, but you're going to be four years older anyway in four years. So why not just start? Why not start to move towards your dreams? Here's a point about setting expectations and conditions on yourself. So to motivate yourself, and I don't know, for example, you choose learning something new or doing a course. And then you say to yourself, you set an expectation or a condition that hasn't been communicated or checked anywhere else. And it might be something like, oh, well, I'll only complete this if it's easy or there aren't any exams. Well, is that actually matching your expectation, the choice of course that you've chosen to do what you need to do? Does it match your expectation? And why have we set those conditions in the first place? So you might actually be 
stopping yourself. And sometimes we need to get out of our own way by removing those conditions or expectations, by coming back to what I talked about earlier and those achievements and making sure that we do celebrate the small wins. Remember, you can do anything, absolutely anything. It's just about learning the how. Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, Has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know, because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. (laughs) Have a great day. And ciao for now.